keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Sell out full of suffering, succotash, son. But it's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. What? It's me, Austin. It was me all along, Austin. And your teeth look like two pike too, Billy. And you book a match with me, that's right, Killing. Look at me. I'm a total package. I will rip him apart. I'm pissed now. Where to, Stephanie? Marks with Dan St. Germain. All right, welcome everybody to Total Effin' Marks. I am the king of Sad Sal, the man with the largest calves in the world, the St. Germain event. Joining me is the hardest working man in comedy. (laughs) The only working man in comedy. The only working man in comedy. Because I have a day job. Sergeant Slaughterhouse. Woo! Dude, you're 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 fucking driving in these streets. I'm holed up somewhere. Hearts unknown, that's where I'm at. But you're going through Jersey, passing out ghosts. Yeah. No, no, I'm not delivering goats. I don't I don't work at the slaughterhouse anymore. I work at a courier service, so I'm just handing out checks. To the oh. people of the great state of uh Nueva Jersey. What? Nueva Jersey. Nueva Jersey. Yeah, I'm picking up Spanish now that I have no one Tinex, else to Tinex, muy caliente. Ah, si, si. Well, we've got a lot of wrestling to talk about. Also, Zach's here. Hello, Zach. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> also, <Yeah>. Zach's here. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get to the 10 count. Number one. What the fuck is a boneyard match? You know exactly what it is, baby. What is it? Um, okay, my guess is that it's going to be like a junkyard match. Um, I mean, unless it's like a scene from the fucking Lion King and it's just <laughs> like an elephant graveyard, it's absolutely going to be just a junkyard fight. And it's going to be like Taker dressed like the American badass, but it's, it's not. There might be like a Doberman involved. Yeah, I, I I guarantee you they somehow work Michelle McCool into this match. No, you think so? Well, why the fuck does he keep bringing her up if there's no payoff? Yeah, but I mean, what does she do? What does she pop out of like a trunk or something? Yeah, maybe. She... <laughs> yeah, she like uh, she <laughs> she pops out of like a like just a bunch of empty Mountain Dew cans like Predator, you know. <laughs> She's like a bag lady. Like she just has a bunch of cans in the in the bag. She just like walks past them. <laughs> no, she can't be in the match. Here's why she can't be in the match. Because the idea that this is happening, right? I mean, aside from the fact that it's really because there's a, a corona. It's really funny because like this idea that it's like it's da- it's more dangerous a boneyard, but but like a real danger. Like it's actually the least dangerous thing. That's why they're doing it. Like, yeah, that would just be like fight in the arena. That's really the riskiest. I, I don't think that Vince is going to want a bunch of skeletons like hanging out. No, there's no way. 
No, you can't. I mean, you literally can't do that. It would make no sense. Who knows? It's I mean, a junkyard, man. It's absolutely a junkyard. Unless, I mean, a graveyard. But there's not a lot of variety. In, in, in you know, it's just tombs. Like there's not. At least in a junkyard, you know, there's different things you can grab and go through. And they walk through a like a, an abandoned bus, you know, and they're punching like it's kind of like a haunted, like a haunted corn maze, you know. Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a haunted corn maze for poor city kids. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I was gonna I, just like break down the whole card but we still have another week before we watch it i will say this i'm gonna love that match i really think i'm gonna love it really dude it's gonna be so dumb so funny i think this wrestlemania has a moment aj's like a like, funny heel dude aj reminds me of an eastbound and down character when he's a fe- when he's a heel well yeah because i think that's kind of him he really is just like an eastbound and down character <laughs> Because it's like, he's like, because uh, all, all of his, like, he, he starts out and it's like a normal promo. He's like, hey, man, I'm going to kick your ass. And then I'm going to fuck your wife. <laughs> like, he brings out something <laughs> completely crazy. Like, because he, like, he, he, it's like when somebody's lying. Have you ever had somebody, like, because he'll do that. it would be like, I'm going to beat the dead man and I'm going to kill you. And you're like, in the middle of the ring. And you're like, oh. Yeah, you're like, what the hell are you? <laughs> Yeah, he's very, like, disconnected. He's also, like, very clearly a guy who doesn't uh, believe in this virus. <laughs> like, he's, like, the guy who doesn't know how to read charts, and he's just like, it's the flu. <laughs> and so, still one of the best wrestlers alive. Oh, of course. And that guy who thinks that, uh, if he's not, it's just a fun, it's funny. It's funny to me. Yeah. I mean, it's- we're going to get us killed, but it's funny to me. <laughs> it's uh i mean look he, he he's he's a lot of fun that's the right aj no this hasn't been the this hasn't been a perfect build but no, it's, the worst. it's been a pretty bad build but I, I don't know you know i mean you're not gonna get no matter no matter how many people clamor for it you're just not gonna get the undertaker versus Shawn michaels match at wrestlemania 25 ever again you're just not gonna get it it's not gonna happen with AJ, who's an incredible wrestler, um, but you're, 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 you know, Undertaker's a different dude. He's in his mid fifties. Do, do you think we're gonna get some like special effects? Like, do you think they're gonna add in, uh, you know, little interesting things? Maybe like an explosion. Yeah, I mean, they could, like a they car could, chase scene. I mean, they could do anything. Like the, That's the why fucking, I'm the, ma- the magnet from the last season of Breaking Bad. <laughs> it's just like a Fast and the Furious scene, just like in the middle of WrestleMania, just them chasing each other. That would be fucking cool. Anderson and Gallas definitely have a a Tyrese uh, ludicrous vibe, so I, I see that. They're <laughs> <sighs> no. all Vin Diesel. Number two is Vince McMahon shitting bricks. It uh, just yeah. I. Uh, it was, I mean, he made a uh, he made a crazy move this weekend, uh, and and Forbes reported on it, where he I believe he like bought um, I, I think he 
he bought uh he bought back his stocks four years before he should have so he like he like lost like 30 or 40 million um just from doing that like on face value because he needed the cash i don't know oh jesus okay so they're not doing well no I don't yeah, know. If I don't... Doing well. You know, you never know. It's like I remember one time he sold a bunch of his stocks, and then the next week they, uh, you know, like uh, they had uh, their uh, their stock had risen to a record number. So I'm I'm not really sure, you know, how his brain works, but well, yeah, and then also there's I mean, because everybody's hurting right now. Just Stuff like gone. everybody is hurting right now. So yeah. I don't I don't begrudge like anybody doing anything right now it's just uh just kind of interesting because you're like well i was thinking about it and like okay so a company like aew is almost better off in this situation because they are so small that that tony can kind of just freeze it for the moment and just i mean if they needed to they could literally just stop making it for a moment and i don't think it would be like a major blow to them um but with the WWE, yeah, you're, I mean, yes, I mean, there's stocks involved, and, um, I mean, the money that goes into Mania, all of that just disappearing, you know, being unable to travel to Saudi Arabia, which, uh, I mean, I guess that's not until October, but let's be honest, this is going to last five years. <laughs> this is our <laughs> world. Now. Yeah, it's actually, I'm sorry, it's in, it's in Bloomberg, and it is an editorial by Tara LaChapelle. And uh, she was talking about uh, McMahon, the 74-year-old chairman and CEO of WWE, is now looking to free up funds without relinquishing his control over the wrestling empire. Uh, on Tuesday, the company disclosed that McMahon entered into a prepaid variable forward contract, which essentially functions as a cash advance for a bank. The way it works, McMahon agrees to eventually sell some of his shares at some future date, March 2024, in this case, receiving the money now, but without having to actually turn over the stock or pay taxes on the sale yet. So I'm poor, so I don't understand what any of this means. Yeah, what the fu- they really just write it so we don't even know what they're saying. I mean, this yeah. shit is like code. <laughs> I think they just said they're going to kill all of us. To translate it, I think it just, they're, they're ending us. Um, yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, Vince has to be pissed as all fuck. But again, I think uh... this is this is Vince's ultimate nightmare. A guy who has been known to hate sneezing, which we'll get to at number three, like is against this invisible enemy that's intangible. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and, and he's fucking. Dude, he's an old man now. Yeah. I mean, he could really, you know, uh, get sick from this. And I think that bothers him. And I think he wants to be the old man who stands in front of it. Like, if it was a monster devouring a city, he'd want to be the one to walk towards it, you know? Uh, On the same token, I mean, like, I am looking forward to SmackDown tomorrow, and I'm looking forward to watching WrestleMania, like, especially at a time where we're, you know, there's no live events happening whatsoever. Oh, I, yeah, no, no, I, I, I'm pumped. And again, like, I really think they should take advantage of the fact that um, they could edit this and make it cool and make it, in, just make it fucking different, man. I want to watch a movie. 
you know? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I think both, you know, like, look, I mean, we're, we're a comedy show. We also shit on everything. But, like, I will say this. We're both WWE and AEW. Like, the past couple weeks, the fact that there has been as many good things that have been on programming the past couple weeks is a miracle. And, no, a lot of it hasn't been great because they have no audience. But it, it is it is kind of interesting to see which wrestlers sink or swim or which angles sink or swim. Which yeah, we'll no, it's, it's – uh, yeah, there's been some really cool moments uh, throughout this. From, from fucking – from WWE to AEW to even um, what was it Wrestle Talk or whatever was it Wrestle Talk that did that online show with like David Starr and Will Ospreay fought uh, Bea Priestley. That yeah, I saw Osprey and Bria uh, Bria, 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 Bria Priestley. Um, Bria Priestley, yeah, that was uh, that was so damn good. Yeah, it, there, there's been all there's you know it, it's obviously we all want the crowds to come back, but. You know, these, hey, these... I'll tell you this much. It's better than fucking watching uh, people try to do stand-up now. Jesus Christ. I won't even so, do that. I think I, I kind of got offered a... Not offered. I kind of got asked to do like an online show. And I'm like, for who? Yeah, no. i rather wrestle. I swear. i rather wrestle. Yeah. A hundred percent. I'd rather fucking, like, wipe the balls of everybody in an XFL locker room. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, oh! But what I was gonna say was, you know, Vince, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure he wants that moment, like that, you know, welcome to WrestleMania moment. Um, and then it's gonna pan out and be like empty. However, they do it. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but that motherfucker is gonna. There's gonna be an amazing package in the beginning that uh, that it's gonna make some people cry. I think that's my guess. I think we're going to see something really, really, uh, you know, you know how like, uh, during the Super Bowl, like, you know, like they try to make like emotional ads, like it's going to be something like that. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be dope. As long as you're, you know, high, it's going to be dope. Otherwise it's going to be embarrassing. (laughs) But I'm going to be on like mushrooms crying. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's no way I'm not doing mushrooms. Uh, are you going to do mushrooms when you watch WrestleMania? Yeah, dude. Are you fucking kidding? Absolutely. Watch fucking the Virgin Mary give birth to Eric Rowan's spider. <laughs> I'm in for all of it. All right. Well, mark me down. All, all, all 22 hours of it. Number three. Jericho almost got a drone over. Some debate over whether or not, a, he, or whether or not he, he got a drone over. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, but I, I think just, you know, back to like, you know, kind of the spectacle, which both companies have been leaning on a little bit the last couple weeks. Yeah. Um, do you, has, have we jumped the shark here? Is this too much now uh, with Matt Hardy teleporting around the ring and a drone coming down? Look, I, I, I popped when Jericho called the drone a piece of shit. Yeah, that was great. And there was some, <laughs> did he do like a politics or something? Yeah, and there's and there's clearly a lot of thought that went behind this. It's not just like I'm a crazy character, but I I don't know. It's a it's a little, you know, it's a it's a I hate to say it. It's a it's a little goofy. It's 
it's uh, it's fucking stupid, you know? I mean, but it's one of those things where you just, like, accept. There's part of me that goes, okay, the reason some people love this is because, like, uh, some people have, like, weird tics and, uh, like, talk like that to themselves privately. And it's not talked about much, but I know motherfuckers. I have a few friends who are just, like, strange people when they're by themselves. And I think they see that in this character. So you think like Matt Hardy is who you are in the bathroom, like during during this coronavirus he, outbreak? He's most wrestling fans when they talk to themselves in the mirror, and they're unwilling to admit it. But like, yeah, like there's a lot of like whimsical, like you know, wrestling is like this like very it's a very silly thing. And um, I think guys who like wrestling also like like fairy tales and weird shit like that. And um, I think it's like this weird cocktail that suits a loud fan base. But it is fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely, I mean, it, it, I, I don't know. I, I'm still like, I, I don't know. I'm not sure if I uh, like it or not. Look, I, I, I mean, I, I like it in the way that it's like, wow, I can't believe they're doing this. Like, that's uh, that's amazing that they're doing it. But, man, when he's talking to him and then he's like, I'm magic. And you're like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> your thing is you're magic. And then yeah. He, 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 like, repeated himself twice. He said something twice. Like, and it's just like, if you're 4,000 years old and you're, like, fumbling occasionally through a promo, it doesn't make me think you're, like, this wise wizard, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I have I have no idea where this is going. I mean, obviously, they're going to – it's going to end with a match b- between Jericho and Matt Hardy, but – you know, it, it just feels a little bit WCW Dungeon of Doomy, like not totally that. Oh, but... see, I'm unfamiliar with that. Oh, okay. Well, it was like a Kevin Sullivan stable that went after Hogan, but you know, WCW would have this where you know, like they would have this this really realistic wrestling, and then they would have these crazy things. You know, like like they would try to do the WWE thing, but it would be so crazy. It, it would kind of stick out like a sore thumb. And I yeah. feel like sometimes AEW mirrors WCW in that way, where it's, it's really realistic, great shit. And then all of a sudden they'll like do something that's a little bit too fantastical. And it, it's like, they don't, there's only one undertaker, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it's very hard to make that work. I mean, that, that's why the fiend has been such a miracle, even though you hate the gimmick, it's just really hard to make, that sort of like spooky, omnipotent, uh, you know, supernatural character work. Yeah, I agree. I thought they did a great job with Kane for a, for a moment. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, 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 of just, course, I'm missing some people out. You know, I'm missing some. I'm leaving some names out, but I yeah, mean, Foley no, was really great too as Mankind, which is, I mean, he was kind of adjacent to that type of character. Yeah, 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 good point. Um, yeah, I mean, let's see where it goes, I guess. But, whoo, it's so silly, it's working at the moment. But then, like, when do you get serious? Or 
when do you realize this guy's got to take a fucking back seat because what he's doing is so strange and different. If you have him on top for even a year, it's like that alters the entire show for a year in a really weird way. It's yeah. Like you have to have a program and then a smaller program and then kind of go away or something. Yeah, I, I, I was kind of, and I, I had mentioned this last week, I was hoping that Matt Hardy was going to reinvent himself because we've seen this character before, right? And, you know, he's been so good at that, you know, whether it's like, you know, what was the, the Matt, Zach, what was that, like, Matt Hardy, uh, the one, he was at WrestleMania 19, like, uh, Matt Hardy. Version 1? Oh, yeah, one. yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Yeah, I just, I was, I was looking for, like, a fourth incarnation, but I don't know. You know, I trust the, the one great thing about that company is that I could never really you know, Monday morning quarterback it because I know they're going to come up with a better solution than I am. So, yeah, I feel like that's something that they're pretty good at is like fixing errors. I feel like they read YouTube comments and tweets and shit. Um, and so if if people do go, this is actually too silly for us. What's the solution? How do you change the, the storyline? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, let's what, let's do number four now because this all kind of uh, okay, yeah. goes with it. Which number four? Brody Lee is VKM. Uh, Brody Lee last night he did a uh, parody on a uh, Vince McMahon on a, a on a AEW where you know he brought up that he didn't like people sneezing in front of him and he has to be the one to eat first and and all these uh, Vinceisms that we've heard about on the dirt sheets for years. Uh, I, 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 the reason I, I bring that up and I bring the Matt Hardy thing up is I don't know, like with the dark order and with Matt Hardy, like how do those guys work in other feuds? Like, how are they not their own Island? Like you were saying, like it, it, you have to, it's hard to plug them in in a place. And I don't know. I think, it yeah, I mean, I, I, I think what you do, what you do with the dark order that I, I'm guessing they're going to do is it's okay. So it was this like mysterious, the dark order. You, it, it seemed like, uh, like mythical. Right. And then, right. It, and then it revealed, you know, Oz kind of reveals himself to be this, this business guy, this corporate like businessman. But what you're also seeing is like, he's kind of not great at it. Like he's, He's kind of insane, and it's in, it's kind of stupid. That's what I like about it. It's he's. I mean, he's. I I wanted to like. It's gonna slowly, I think, devolve into like. Um, this is kind of an in shambles thing, and he's just like a guy who could fuck a lot of people up, but goddamn, he's a terrible boss. You know, like I think that's funny. It's it's not like this Vince character that they're all gonna be dominant. They all suck. He's just good. Yeah, I don't know. There's, I don't know. There's something like more. I can't even unravel it completely yet. And I think that's why I fucking have been liking the storyline is because it it always seems like it's one step away from making so much sense. And then, I mean, it's not getting there yet. And I don't know why I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. Probably because I'm a fucking mark for them. But um, but I feel like it's gonna work itself out in a way that we're like, oh fuck, that was really cool. Maybe yeah, I mean, like, 
you know, when I first saw Sammy Guevara, Guevara with a panda hat, I was like, this guy fucking stinks, right? And then I yeah. saw him work, and then I realized, like, the type of heel he was, and then he, yeah. you know, he joined with, you know, it worked out better than I ever thought. Yeah, now you can't I'm stop not sure if that's what happened with these two. I'm a huge Brody Lee fan, in the sense that I'm a huge Luke Harper fan. Um, it was... Yeah, the promo it wasn't it didn't it did not sound like Vince. So obviously he's doing a version of you know yeah, that doing his own thing. We'll see what happens with it. Dude, it's gonna be great. Hey, just, you know I I hope less you know a few more subtle Vince jabs, but then let it become its own thing too. I yeah, think what do you think about uh, Tamina, Tamina Snooker's contract is up soon? I think they should hire her, and then Brody Lee should cover up. Uh, her murdering somebody. <laughs> I think that should be. I think that should be like a little thing they do. Just give them, giving them a, giving the cops a suitcase uh, filled with money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he also here's my one issue with it actually, and I actually like his. I liked his outfit this week. I know you didn't. I liked it. I didn't um, think it was great. No, it wasn't. It wasn't great. Empirically, it wasn't great, but it was better than last week. Sure, but I will say, and Brody Lee is a fucking imposing figure, and he's he's really tall and shit. But he's not as physically like fit as Vince was, you know, when Vince would walk out <laughs> to wrestle. And so you're like, it's like you're impersonating Vince, but like Vince is probably watching that, going like, I'm in better. How how is he me? Look, at, I'm in better shape than him. Like, well, apparently totally people were actually upset about it backstage. That's what Meltzer was saying. That's goofy. I mean, come on. No, no in, impossible. Who cares about their job that much that they would give a fuck if somebody made fun of their boss? I mean, I think Vince was upset. Who the fuck knows, man? I think That's it could be like a North Korea situation over there, too, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you don't want to You don't want to piss Vince off. Yeah. Um, number five, Braun Strowman calls out the Indies. You guys have probably heard about this on Twitter, but here's Braun's quote. Here we go with more of the somebody pay for my bill stuff. If you can't afford to pay your bills, maybe you should change professions. That's why I quit Strongman. I loved it, but I couldn't afford to live. So instead of making a GoFundMe or Patreon, wanting someone else to take care of me, I went out and worked harder than I have ever have in my life to get to where I am. What happened to being accountable for your own actions? Yeah, this is crazy. I mean, <laughs> like, one, I mean, yeah, sometimes GoFundMe's don't make sense, and it's strange. I get that. Well, it um, just, it's just not the time for it. Like, well, because all... in this situation, a GoFundMe absolutely makes sense every right. fucking time. I mean, this, this is isn't, like this is the one situation. Like, look, when when we had a four percent or three percent unemployment rate last year at this time, and you did a GoFundMe so uh, you could make money, as like you know your fucking shitty improv comedy could make money. Like, I didn't yeah. give a fuck. But and, this is and, a different I situation. Mean, yeah, and sorry guys, but the truth is, like, we're not prob like we're probably not going to see like wrestling with a crowd in like three fucking months, if not more. Yeah. So, how are these guys going to make money? These guys on the fucking indie, it was working out for them, you know, some of them to a degree. So it's just like super fucking goofy for him to uh, say that makes him look like a real jerk off, and um, 
I feel like a lot of people were still rooting for him, even though like he has been undeserving of it for a while. It turns out I, he's I, a total I mean, I, th- I think he's, uh, I think he's, you know, he tells a good story in the ring a lot of the times, and uh, he's got a great look, and I, I think he's pretty good promo. Um, but you know, he's, I mean, like a lot of it's been bad booking, man, you know, and it, it is, it is, it is fascinating to see who he has great matches with and who he doesn't like, he had great matches with Roman and Seth and Brock, who's like, you know, one of my favorite ever, like Brock, I was there at no mercy. And when Brock slowed down and just like, kind of let like Braun deal with Brock's dead weight, I mean, it was clear, it was clear that like. Uh, Brock wasn't happy to do the match, you know, like, like Braun's only as good as who he's working with, or he's only as good as like, if that person wants to have a good match, you know? Yeah. I think he's only as good as the effort the other person puts into it. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, who the fuck Real knows? Jerk move, Braun. Jerk, jerk move. And, and here's the thing that's weird about it too, is that he's eventually going to be on the Indies. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's going to happen someday. Well, do you think so, or do you think he'd be like a a guy that big can't just be a backstage producer, right? Like, eventually, he has to, like, stop flying on planes or um, he'll end up in a wheelchair, right? Isn't that what I being think, a yeah, I think that's, like? a, that's where, like, you see Goodwill Ambassadors or... Like, I could see him <laughs> doing, like, them doing what they did with the big show, but with him. Yeah, he's a guy who will, like, be able to go to public schools for the rest of his life, you know, and like the WWE could send him to talk to them and, you know, he's an attraction, but, uh, I don't think he could be an agent. He, one, it doesn't seem like he knows what the fuck he's doing. And, um, two, he's, I don't know. He's too large. These guys, uh, they got to go live on a farm after a while. They're like fucking, uh, like, like horses. I saw him at this hotel in Brooklyn and he was, I went downstairs. They were in the same hotel. Yeah. I went downstairs to use the gym and he was just in there using the elliptical by himself. And it was, it was just like, I don't know. It was like seeing like a mall Santa take his beard off. There's nothing less intimidating than seeing somebody work out on the elliptical. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing at all. Like Florence of the machine should have been playing in the background and (laughs) <sighs> Number six, Dennis Rodman calls out Gronk. Uh, yeah, what do you think that's about? I think Dennis Rodman needs money. Yeah, I wanted to get uh, a Dennis Rodman NWO t-shirt. Dude, he was fucking great in the NWO. I think he was probably top five members. Dennis Rodman fucking rules. Terrific basketball player. I'd be ready for Rodman over Gronk in a second. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna get a Rodman jersey. I think that's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna spend my. How much money are we getting from from the government? I think we're getting a thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm gonna get a signed Dennis Rodman jersey with it. <laughs> <laughs> that's my plan. Think about it. Is you know Dennis Rodman would make a party weirder, but I don't think he would. Ruin it. Like, I know Gronk is the party guy, but I feel like if you were just having friends over and hanging out, he's, like, the type of guy who would, like, he would, like, be at a at an 11 while everybody else is at an 8. Yes. Yeah. All right, dude, calm down. Like, the worst Dennis Robbins is going to do is, like, he's going to, like, drink too much Bacardi, 
sit in a corner and like start softly crying. No, I think Rodman could seduce a man. I think Rodman is like uh, snake-like. You know, like when when the what what is that Jafar the snake like hypnotizes a person. Oh, I think yeah. Rodman could start. But an Jafar is the Aladdin him. bad guy. I forget who this. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I think Rodman could start an orgy that you didn't know you wanted. <laughs> um, but 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 Gronk is just yeah fucking loud. Get out of here. But I don't know. There's a lot of people like that, you know, and they like bad wrestling, which is what the WWE is. So it it works. It's perfectly. not bad wrestling, man. There's it's good fucking man. shit. Twenty five percent of it is is uh, very good. Well, twenty five percent of any wrestling is very good. No, dude. AEW, eighty two percent of it is very good. Whoa. Yep. These You're are not the stats. Like this this is, these are the stats. Next segment, then, um, which is. Uh, number seven, who was in the better segment on Raw, Seth Rollins or Becky Lynch? And, uh, what do you think Seth Rollins wrestling school is like? That's just a, a side question. Cause I want to get a Seth Rollins impression out of you, Scott. Uh, but so, I, I actually thought it was like, that was like one of the best Seth Rollins promos I've ever seen. Probably the best I've ever seen. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, Becky, man. I haven't been into a thing Becky's done since since Mania. Really? Yeah, since like that botched finish at Mania. And I I know like I know she's one of your favorites still, right? Yeah, I love Becky. I don't know what it is. I there's like a disconnect. I have no idea what it could be. But uh, yeah, everything she does, I'm not. I mean, dude, the fucking I mean, I the thought both strong. of those segments were pretty fucking good for what they could have been. Yeah. Oh, I mean, dude, Raw was uh, a lot better this week than it was. I think there was, I mean, there was major parts of Raw that were better than AEW this week for sure. Yeah, 100%. Um, the know, Orton Rollins, promo. Rollins promo being one thing was better than a lot of fucking AEW, you know? Yeah. And uh, definitely Orton's. I think Orton's was like highlight of the week. And I don't think you're going to get better than that. What do you think oh, it's like? Unless the Fiend has something to say this Friday. Well, apparently they, uh, they've recorded all the matches. Yeah, I know. I was trying to find spoilers today. I didn't even give a shit. I think you could find them. I'm, I'm choosing not to, but maybe I, I should find them. They'll eventually leak out. You don't yeah, want but, to. I mean, I mean, it's a little bit of like, we're gonna, what presents you're going to get on Christmas morning. But I, I do want to, I would love to see like what Cena and Wyatt are doing. Because apparently that's going to be like a movie, that match. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really picturing like a Freddy Krueger uh, nightmare scene. You know, that's what I'm hoping for. Like, like really twisted, eerie shit like that. If it's not like a fucking Freddy Krueger nightmare scene, I'm going to be pissed. I think it will be. Yeah, I think I and I hear we're gonna get. I and mean, this is not a spoiler because I literally don't know any spoilers. This is just apparently what I guess Bray wants or whatever. But um, apparently, I guess you know his Firefly Funhouse character is gonna be in it and the Fiend. That's gonna be a lot of fucking fun, man. And John Cena the whole time in jean shorts. How fucking <laughs> funny is that gonna be? Just a guy dressed like he, he looks like a cartoon, right? <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, you know what it feels like when John Cena and Bray Wyatt fight? It's almost like when cartoons meet each other. It's like when Archie met the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you almost want to see, like, a dust ball move around with, like, cubes <laughs> flying around. <laughs> what do you yeah, think Seth Rollins' wrestling school is like? I, I was wondering, like, what do you think it sounds like when he starts, like, ordering kids to wrestle? Uh, just, just, uh, <laughs> you ever, like, uh, you, you ever, like, watch, like, a, a, a mother bird feed the baby bird? <laughs> And the mother bird's like, quack, quack, quack. and the baby birds are like, wee, 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 wee. That's, that's all it is. It's just that. Uh, number eight. What gives you bigger douche chills? Michael Cole saying, here comes the big dog. Or Michael Cole saying, WrestleMania, too big for one night. <laughs> Dude, that second one is so insane. <laughs> It's like de- it's demented. <laughs> it is. It is very bizarre that they're not just coming out and saying. Like when I when I when I went on the uh, website, they were they were selling they were selling like WrestleMania T-shirts on the pirate ship, and I'm like, this isn't a thing anymore. It's not. Like, yeah, it's not, I, like, that's <laughs> a real problem with WWE and all this. I mean, they are acting. Like nothing has happened. Yeah, it's it's yeah. They're acting like it's almost like you know, like your born again dad or mom, like who calls like your like your husband your friend because they want yeah. you're gay for like fucking twenty <laughs> years. It's just really like it. It. Ah. I, I want it to be really big. Like, I want it to be, like, spectacularly filmed. I know that kind of... I, I don't know if that's... Like, I just want it to be, like, this gigantic, insane thing. Then that could be justified, right? And they could, like, twist it in some weird way since they don't want to just say the truth. Uh, but, like, if they're just, like, it's just too fucking cool. Like, we're going big this year. And they have, like, plane fighting scenes and shit. And, like, (laughs) I mean, seriously, I want something. Like, now is the time to, like, throw a guy from an airplane. You think it should be more of an action movie than a wrestling event? Yeah, I think it should just be a Fast and the Furious movie. And you just jump from location to location. And then we stop in the middle and, like, Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan just put on a technical masterpiece. Then we go back to the movie. Yes, exactly. It's all I want. All I want is a crazy fucking movie. Like you're flipping uh, channels of just like mo- like just crazy shit. Yeah, like Transformers. Yes. Well acted scenes. Just you know that's Vince work. wants too. It's like just, I don't think he just wants to do like I'm sure that he like his original pitches for this were like were like all right we're gonna be the people that say. <clears throat> That unlike the other entertainers, we're not pussies, and we're gonna fight during Corona. And his PR team was like, "No, no, 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 no!" Oh, for sure. You can't say that. You can't say that. All right, then, then just don't fucking acknowledge it then. And then he storms off. Number nine. Okay. Shout out to Leon Ruff for his job to Alistair Black. That was like one of the, my favorite jobber matches ever. And that guy Leon Ruff was great. Yeah, do you know yes. him personally? No, I don't. That's why I put I just put it on the list just because 
like when Alistair Black did that weird, you know, sitting Indian style thing, I just thought it was great when he's like, come on, man. Yeah, no, yeah. It's it's always nice when a, when a jobber um, acts like a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, like acts like, like and it always works out, like uh, James Ellsworth. <laughs> <laughs> These guys aren't successful for a reason, okay? <laughs> they have I saw, problems. I saw James Ellsworth... Um... Like uh, re- returned to the ring. It was like a couple months ago. He like went to some indie school, went to some indie show, and he was like, and people were like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> people still popped. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Side yeah, note. Uh, yeah, that guy. Woo. Yes, that's that's not where you want to go. Um, number ten, Malcolm Bivens debuts on NXT. Uh, the reason I brought this up is do wrestling companies need to invest more in young managers? Yeah, I guess the last time we've seen that in NXT was what Selena Vega. Yeah. I mean, Leo rush for a minute. Right. Right. Well, he was, in I WWE. really liked, I love that. Yeah. I just don't understand why they don't lean on that more. And why they don't utilize that more. Apparently Vince, hates managers, but if you got somebody who can work or looks great, like Lashley, why not have the guy talk shit for him on the side? It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing about, like, a young manager is it kind of seems, like, unfamiliar to us, you know? Like, why would somebody want an inexperienced manager? They're young. How do they have any experience? Like, you'd kind of have to explain that. Yeah. You know, yes. like, I don't know. To me, a manager is an older person who has uh, has seen things, who's been through it, you know? Like, a Saul Goodman is, like, a manager, you know? Right. Not and I do like think that the times, like, I think Jake has been doing a great job with Lance Archer, but I do think that it, this week, past week's Dynamite, it was, it was a little too Jake-heavy. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean, as long as you know Lance delivers in the ring, I guess it doesn't matter. I mean, if his New Japan matches are any indication, then he definitely will. Yeah, man, he was. But I mean, that's only been like the last year and a half. Like Lance Archer has been killing it. Before that, you know, not so much. So I, I don't know if that's like New Japan. You know, New Japan makes people amazing. Maybe that's just what it is. I miss that place. It also makes their necks indestructible. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Some of those spots. By the way, bonus number 11. Any uh, any news from New Japan, Mr. Chaplin? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, you know, Okada, um, you know, he's saying that, like, it's not like wrestling is gone. I mean, what you know, they're not having any matches over there. They're, like, doing arm wrestling matches and interviews and, like, you know, goofy. I don't, I don't even know what's happening. It, it you know, I, it, 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 it just comes off strange to me. It's all, like, very Japanese game showy, you know? Um, but Okada, you know, said this great thing about how, like, it's not like wrestling stopped because 
people stopped liking wrestling. Like there's still people out there and it's just like that want for it is growing and growing. Like I watched Omega and Sammy last night and you watch like the last like seven minutes of that match and you're like, oh, if there was a fucking audience here, this would have been the coolest thing all week. And, uh, and it just fell so short because there's no one there. And it's like, man, these first fucking shows are going to be insane. Like wrestlers are going to go, you know, wrestling fans are going to go nuts. And, uh, you know, Okada just kind of acknowledged that. And I haven't heard anybody acknowledge that because, um, you know, everybody's acting like nothing's happening. Well, that, that first, the first AEW live event back is going to be insane. But that's going to be Dude, I hope it's the Newark show. I mean, so I was supposed to be going to Blood and Guts, and then it got pushed back to July. And in my head, it's like, dude, you, we might not get a live show till July, so maybe that's the fucking first one. And they just do blood and guts, and I could, uh, I could uh, ejaculate. Nuts. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just, you know, the first day we're all allowed to go outside together, people are gonna go nuts. Oh yeah, dude, hugging's gonna be crazy. People are gonna cry. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be hilarious. Uh, speaking Where are you going to go first? Where are you going to go first? Well, I mean, I'm going to the grocery store now, so it's more like, <sighs> I don't know, definitely go out to eat, right? Yeah. Like a large group? Yeah. I, yeah, think, I think maybe go to a I concert. I think it would be funny if, like, everybody in America, like, like the the upper middle class and rich, like, just after all this, they all went to Disney World. And then the lower middle class to the poor went to Six Flags. And if we all just did that for like a month, just like bean parked it out, that would be real nice, I think. <laughs> well, but yeah, man, I can't wait to see live wrestling. I, 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 I'm, I'm like, no, I can't wait. Fucking go, man! It's gonna be so goddamn fun. Well, Scott, uh, any dates coming up? Just kidding. None of us. Hi-o. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my first date is like supposed to be. I, I already have my. Unfortunately, my punchline weekend moved because of this fucking coronavirus in May, and you know, I have no idea whether or not I'm supposed to do like Chicago the week after that. But hopefully, that still happens. But you know, people just fucking stay in, man. I, I'm not. I, I, this has never been a political podcast until now. Please, fucking stay indoors. Yeah, Jesus so Christ. Can- Get our lives back. It's unreal. I want to boo Roman Reigns live. <laughs> Let's end on I that. I want to yell at a kid for cheering for their favorite wrestler. <laughs> it's not because I have nothing else. <laughs> uh, Zach, anything uh, we forgot or anything you want to drop? No, wash your hands. Wash your hands, God damn it. Yeah. Thank y'all. Have a good one. Bang, bang.